We are going to talk about uh, the TTC and the fact that they're hemorrhaging money as far as uh, fare evasion goes. They estimate about $73.5 million a year is being lost. And the union is um, claiming that it's because of the um, commission's wrong-headed approach to addressing its increasing lost revenues. And they have an idea where we could uh, solve things here, and that is putting those fair inspectors back in their booths. Carlos, welcome to the show. You're president of ATU Local 113. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me today. Thanks for being here. So uh, I got to admit, I, I think it's it, it, it might be a misstep and it might not recoup any money uh, and losses and fare evasion to have people outside of those fare collecting booths kind of signals, hey, you know, uh, just we're, we're working on the honor system, which doesn't seem to be working. But what is it that you think it's going to fix? How much do you think they're going to recoup in losses putting fare collectors back in? Well, what it what it does is it sends a message to the public that there is somebody here watching and there is somebody here that's going to report to right now. They're out uh, assisting other customers and they're scattered all over the place. So the public sees that. Uh, if anybody thinks the public is not watching that, people that can take advantage uh, of something like that and see, oh, every, t- every day I come here this morning at the same time or at, or at another time and there's no collector there, then it, it just it, it encourages that type of behavior of people not paying. If there's no collector, though, and we're working on a Presto Pass, how can they pass through the gates without a Presto card? Uh, the Presto gates are, are very easy to be tripped open. There's also, uh, it, it, it hesitates when it closes. So another paying uh, Presto user walks through, and there's a little hesitation on the gate closing. And ultimately, when the other person goes right in behind them, the gate's not going to close on that person because you don't want to now have it hurt or injure potential or passengers. So there is uh, room for uh, pass- or other customers or you know people that don't pay to sneak in right behind. It's very easily tripped. You can put your foot under it and it'll open. There's many different ways you can actually get that Presto gate open without even breaking it. It's got a very uh, lax uh, trigger system. So the uh, report that estimated that the TTC is losing about $73.5 million a year in fare evasion listed a bunch of reasons why they think think that they are losing money. You know, one of the reasons is, you know, the way they're loading their streetcars. W- what do you think of the reasons in the report, and uh, do you think they're accurate? I believe it's, it's well over $100 million. Uh, it, it's really hard to pinpoint the exact amount, however. Um, what's contributed to this factor is all-door boarding. So in order for the TTC to try and speed up service and reduce labor costs, they've gotten bigger vehicles, and they've done introduced uh, rear-door loading, which now everyone can go in everywhere. So there's no, there's no eyes on someone when they're going in through, through the back of a streetcar. And in all honesty, how can you, how can you expect someone to squish up to the front of a streetcar if they came in in the back and this and this entire streetcar is packed or the bus there's just no no way possible they, they're going to end up going to either get into a fight because now they're bumping shoulders with people or they're going to be late for work so a lot of times the presto machines are not working in their point of entry and the customer now uh, has a choice they can either squish up to the front or the back to try and pay or they can just 
get off wherever they're going and go about their day. And if it happens enough, it, it, the customer tends to feel frustrated because every day they come, they come on a vehicle, the Presto machine's not working. It's encouraging this type of behavior. Speaking of behavior, they say that we have to deal with uh, the behavior of uh, people taking the TTC and find a way to communicate, you know, maybe through a uh, customer awareness campaign that you should pay. What do you think about that? Well, customer awareness, uh, that that may work for tourists that don't know the system, but ultimately people that are from out of town or even tourists, they don't know that you, they get on a streetcar trying to go somewhere. They don't know that there's no option to pay. They've now entered a streetcar and they have no option of paying. Guess what? A fare collector is now going to, or a fare enforcement officer is now going to give them a ticket. They had no idea. So as much as it's helpful, it does not eliminate the problem. I was getting onto a a bus. We we tend to drive a lot, but my husband and I were getting on the TTC one day and uh, I think it was a streetcar or a bus. And he was blown away by the fact that he asked a, a worker, uh, about something about the um, I don't know, it might have been a transfer or something like that and the guy driving the bus I kind of vaguely remember this but he always brings it up said I don't even care if you pay or not is there a problem within the culture of the TTC where you know um, they were so disconnected from customers that they don't feel that they have to enforce fares I think what's happened over the last few years is TTC is so has been so focused on service and trying to get that vehicle on time without a short turn that they've missed the the fact that um, people should be uh, checked for fares. So a lot of times, if we're late or we have a, a fare dispute, it now causes a delay on the line. And management has instructed operators not to enforce fares, just to advise as to what the proper fare is, because they don't want delays on the line. So what that what happens is there's people around them that observe that, and they say, well, you know, they're not going to enforce enforce fares; they're just going to advise. So that that's my free ticket to not paying. Yeah, and I've seen this myself, and I've said this numerous times. I've said this to the uh, head of the TTC that I have. Uh, witness people saying to other people on the that have paid that they're suckers because I'm not paying. I don't pay any time. Uh, speaking of not paying, there's this new campaign that TTC is running all over um, their subway cars, and it is just signage. It says, forgot to pay your fare, and then underneath that question, it says, that's fare evasion. Apparently, people on so- social media aren't taking kindly to this. Well, my question is, how much money are they spending on, on these uh, on these? campaigns or these ads and why are they not getting to the root of the problem why are they not enforcing fares prior to entry right if a boat wouldn't that take blowing up the whole this new infrastructure that they just purchased that's built uh, around both doors opening and people using the presto card wouldn't that just render it kind of useless um, well, uh, the t- to be honest with you, the TTC never wanted anything to do with Presto. It was forced upon them by the, by, uh, the provincial government. If you look at the facts, we've spent over $1.2 billion on a green box that doesn't even work. How many vehicles could have we gotten for that amount of money? How much better service could, could have we gotten for $1.2 billion instead of us bleeding money now, uh, let alone the 60 or $70 million that Presto collects because they collect 5% of all fares? So that's an additional sixty or seventy million that Presto now gets to keep uh, with this whole implementation. So the city of Toronto has lost their 
their fair their their way to collect fares and their and their their method of, of selling fares. It, it's it's unfortunate. Is there any way to go backwards, or do you think we're moving towards a system where it's going to be 100% on the honor system, and uh, we're going to be paying a lot more into it? I don't know what deals the city of Toronto has signed with with Presto or even the provincial government. So that's something that you would have to check with the city of Toronto or even the TTC. But it, it is frustrating, and it's it's especially frustrating on paying customers that get on a vehicle and the Presto machine's not working, and all of a sudden a crowd gets off, and now they've forgotten to pay because they have a million things on their mind, and now they're being charged with 140 or sorry 420 dollar fine or meanwhile they wanted to pay they just didn't have an option to pay right do you think the ttc fare collectors would recoup um you know even like five percent of the losses if we had them back in the booth i think what it would do it it would it would uh, resonate across across the ttc that there are people watching and that there are people there that are going to report it's not going to eliminate all uh, fair vision because the rear door loading is, is a big factor for fair vision as well mm-hmm. as the presto which 12 year uh, is free for under 12 and and that there's they're estimating to lose 10 or 12 million dollars a year just on that factor there's adults buying uh, children presto cards and using them so they're not even paying the fares there a lot of loopholes to get through carlos i really appreciate your time today You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Cheers. It's Carlos Santos, president of the uh, Amalgamated Transit Union. Uh, I don't know if fare collectors are going to do it. I I just crystal ball it. There's going to have to be, because they're losing so much money, I see a day where some people will get their way. And it will be just on the honor system, and a lot of people will be riding that TTC free.